Radio Mix, the world's hit music station. Riff Monkeys. afternoon that's why we played it it's not the only reason why we played it welcome to episode seven of the riff monkeys podcast yes on mix 106 this is sammy james it is and that, that is i can confirm that is sammy and james it, and the other one is brian wells 
Yep. Um, yeah, so the reason we played the kinks there is because today's show is all about band beef. Bit fights, rivalries, yeah. uh, dis- disagreements in bands and music. And when I say band beef, I don't mean... Cause not, of, they don't have to be brothers or anything, just random beef of a band. There are a few brothers, fights. though, obviously. I yeah, know, yeah, but, you know... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, band beef and beef with labels with, um, you know, yeah, record label beef with their, you know... The politics behind the music. Yeah, yeah, man. We're going to be playing some of the, uh, some hand-picked tunes by those said artists, one of which was the Kinks' Sunny Afternoon, because indeed it is. Um, yeah, two brothers, I don't know if you... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I knew they were brothers. You knew um, they were brothers, did you? Yeah. I knew, well, I knew them because um, when I did research for... We're going to be playing some songs and talk about them as well. Oasis and Uni, and then they were heavy, heavily influenced by the Kinks, and they were mm. brothers and this same tunes, and that's so that's that's where I got the my information of the Kinks. Yeah, they were very, yeah, they hated each other, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> hated each other. Yeah, <clears throat> but there's so many bands where they absolutely hate each other, and they may still mm. make really good music, you know. But it, it makes for a quite an awkward thing, you know. I mean, we'll talk a little bit later about um, you know the Pixies and stuff and the Smashing Pumpkins, where people. People ha- hate each other so much that they go on tour and they're in different cars and yeah, different buses different planes. and then they turn up and they're like, they, mm. "Oh, how awkward is that?" Yeah, and they got to pretend to like each other on stage, you know. But <laughs> Kinks, the Kinks, famously, which is why we started with them, you know, they, they, you wouldn't know if you didn't read the papers and stuff at the time, you know, if you didn't know there was a lot of rivalry, uh, you know, you but, wouldn't know. But then a couple of times on stage, they actually had full-on fights. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like Ray Davis almost died. Wait, well, die. Uh, Dave thought he killed him, um, but he, he, um, you know, he got so angry, Ray Davis, that he kicked over the drum kit, and then the drummer picked up the hi-hat and whacked him over the head with it, Oof. and left him on the floor bleeding and just ran away. She just threw him like a frisbee, took yeah, his head off. Yeah, yeah, um, And then, and he actually thought he'd killed him, mm. but he didn't, he, he lived, he just well, had, blood, he had, probably. He had 16 stitches in his head, wait. 16? Yeah, yeah. Oh dear me! Some gash. Yeah, there's some. There's a hell of a lot of stories. We haven't got time to go through every one of these stories no. and all the all the crazy stuff. So just just check it out. He's just giving you a few little pointers here. You know, check out the history of the Kings. It is a quite a colourful one. Mm. Um, great band though, absolutely amazing band. Incredible how long they've been going. Just oh, love it. Love yeah, them, man. It's hard to pick up. Uh, and the, what, is it, song. The, just looked up. Uh, the Kings reunion is impossible because Ray Davis is a A. Hole. Yeah, apparently says so on the news, so. and and because he he stomped all over Dave's birthday cake and his pride. Yeah, yeah. Basically, egos, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Well, family members. Listen, I can't hang out with you know some of my best friends for longer than a couple of hours. Let alone being a band with your own family member. Yeah, you know, I know. Drives you fucking crazy. And for years, like forty odd years. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, another band that have had a lot of um, beef. Yeah. The Smiths. Yeah. The Smiths. They famously will not get back together for any money. No, 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 for any amount of money. Um, massive egos. I mean, this is the thing, you know, as well. A lot of these bands do a lot of drugs. Um, yeah. So you've got big egos. And Morrissey must think he's God drugs. by now. Well, he's, he, even more so now. <laughs> uh, he's got some strange points of view. He's, he's leaning towards the UKIP side of... Uh, you he's know, very he's, weird. He's, yeah, he's got some... Like, even... Like, even Russell Brand is like, yeah, I spoke to him, he's very weird. I'm like, fuck, you think he's weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at least Russell Brand's very positive. Um, yeah, he's, Morrissey's, he's, yeah. Uh, you know... You never know what's going on in his head. No, I like some of his music. I, really I like do. his haircut. I, you know, I like his music. Yeah, his haircut's nice, you know, it's all right. His shirts are very good. 
you know. I love his positive voice. Yeah. No, but I always, <laughs> what I love about the Smiths is they, they can make depression seem, they made it seem Uplifting really... a little bit. Up, yeah, a little bit cheery, yeah. you know, and like the, 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 um, they would sing about things that other bands would completely steer away from because the record company's going, oh, no, no, that won't be good. Yeah. That won't sell any records. You know, I so saw their bravery on that part. Yeah. It's brilliant because they turned out to be some wicked, wicked tunes. The song that we've chosen today to represent the Smiths is awesome. Mm. Big Mouth Strikes Again by the Smiths. Excellent, the Smiths there. Mm. The Smiths. What a band, man. I love that little guitar solo. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Johnny Marr, genius. Morrissey, genius. Didn't treat the um, rest of the band quite so well, though, did they? Who are they? Well, 
Joyce and Rourke. That's who they are. Nobody cares. Well, you see, Morrissey and Mar. This is where the split up happened. Morrissey and Mar took both took forty percent share each of the royalties. They gave ten percent each to Joyce and Rourke, um, which they went to court about and everything. You know, there was the bassist and the drummer were treated like mere session musicians, as they said. But if you've got members of the of a band that that genius. Then they probably are going to be just me musicians, aren't they? Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess if they haven't got any input themselves, um, yeah, just you know, just the simple stuff at the background. Yeah, just yeah, sit yeah. there, play the drums, and stay quiet. Yeah, oh, <laughs> do nothing. That, what a shame. Do less. Just the rhythm section. Do as nothing. Well, you know, it's like they reckon they were readily, readily replaceable as parts in a lawnmower. You know, um, well, just like Oasis and all this. There's like millions of band members around them. Yeah. And then the main two. Well, until, yeah. well, you know, they split up forever and never again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, when, did was, they, when did they split up? It was, uh, when, it was in 1989 that jo- uh, Joyce and Rourke took them to court um, and they wanted to, uh, they wanted to get 25% each of the shares and, um, and songwriting and publishing. Um, but Rourke, who was in debt at the time, settled almost immediately for a yeah. lump sum of £83,000 and 10% royalties. Um, renouncing all further claims. So he was in a desperate situation, I guess. Easy way out. Yeah. Um, But Joyce continued with the action and um, eventually reached the High Court of Justice in 1996. How long do you have to wait for that then? Seven years? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems a bit pointless, doesn't it? Well, I don't know, you know, it's, uh, yeah. Beef. Lots of beef, but you more know, like, it's more like handbags. This, not yeah, really I beef. Know. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Morrissey I want, I want, I want blood, gore, yeah. Yeah. fight. <laughs> I know what you mean. Well, let's bring up the next band that we're going to talk about, which is Guns and Roses. Right, beef of legendary proportions. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, always lots and lots of uh, chaos. Yeah, <clears throat> chaos, chaos ensued. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, yeah, Guns and Roses, mate. What you tune? imagine they're all. On their various drugs, they're alcohol. all in their twenties, ruling the world, and all the money in the world, all the girls in the world, all the drugs in the world. Of course, it's going to be a crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in a recording studio, because I mean, oh. that's the worst place. It's like it's a hot, oh, intense testosterone like an and ego oven. put together. Just, yeah. yeah, no, the, the brewing. Feels so bad for some of the producers out Blub- there because bubbling. I'm sure they just wanted them to record and just go, get off, go, yeah, get out, leave, get out. Leave. Let me mix this peacefully. I'll have a doobie, you know, just like that's exactly what it's like. I mean, yeah, that, it must have just been crazy. But actual fistfights, they had quite a few, you know. And the band split up um, a long, long time ago. I think Slash went back, and uh, well, they went on to make Velvet Revolver, didn't they? You know. Mm. And Axel looks like a nan now. So <laughs> he he really. looks ridiculous, mate. He really does. Um, but and then he broke his foot, didn't he? And David Grohl lent him because there's a big, there's some big beef between David Grohl, uh, well, between Nirvana and Guns N' Roses. You know, we're on a court tour a couple of times. Some really nasty beef between those. Um, really? But anyway, I want to play a really cool. We're trying to pick a Guns N' Roses out. I mean, all the songs have been played on the radio. We we are because of the subject of today's show. We are going to be playing a lot of more contemporary music than we normally would, but we're at least trying to pick ones that aren't so overplayed and, yeah, you know... not commercially. Yeah. Um, I really love this next song. This is called Patience. Oh, I thought we were going to do... All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. uh, Patience is... Uh, yeah, I was going to put Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. but it's, just, it's a wicked track. It's one of my favourite songs, but you can hear that on any radio station. I'm going to play... Um, Patience from the album GNR Lies, which is a wicked album. It's a double album. One side's acoustic, one side is not. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's electric. Yeah. But uh, it's an right. awesome album. You've got to check it out. This song is called Patience, and it's a beautiful, beautiful song. Cause I'm missing you I'm still alright to smile Girl, I think about you every day now Was a time when I wasn't sure But you set my mind at ease There is no doubt you're in my heart now Said woman, take it slow, it'll work itself out fine. All we need is just a little patience. Said sugar, make it slow, and we'll come together fine. All we need is just a little patience.
I didn't know the ah oh, was coming. You didn't, did you? No. Nope. Oh wow, that was awesome. Um, yeah, as much of a bell end actual roses, he has a really, really good voice, mate. I love mm. his voice. It's unique. You know, there's uh... back in the day. I don't think he sounds like this now, though. Oh, I don't know. Well, he's probably it's still Not quite high peachy, quite raspy. You know. Mm. Um, yeah, but brilliant, man. Yeah. Loads. When I was a little, when I was really, really small. When I, when I didn't know what bands were or anything. Really small. Well, I, when, when, you know, when I knew music, but I didn't know who, what songs were by who. I thought I could, I'd always get him and the ACDC guy mixed up. Like, now I know who they are now. Yeah. Like, and and, and funnily enough, he, he sang for ACDC. Oh, did he? he? Yeah, yeah. He went on tour with them and, and sang with them. So, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he did. Um, it sounded really good, actually. Yeah. Well, the good. same uh, range, I, I think. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I'm not going to imitate it, but uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, man. I know what you're saying. Um, but yeah. yeah, but you know these these kind of bands that you you think you know when they say you should never meet your heroes, I think it's absolutely true in those cases. Um, but then they're only human, so it depends on the mood they're in. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, you know, it's like you can. Some people go. You know, it's not annoying when when someone says they've met someone famous and they go. Do you know what? I'm actually really nice. You, how person. do you know someone it's in like, five well, seconds? Really? Like. Why would they not be a nice person? Why? Do you know what I mean? I it does my head in. Oh, do you know what? They were really nice, actually. Really? What? What is this preconception nice. that somebody famous is just not nice? They get <laughs> this reputation because people come up to them with a microphone and go... Oh, shove, talk, a, shove a phone in their face. Yeah, talk about the court case that's going yeah. on, or their personal life, which has got nothing to do with it. You know what I'm or saying? Or they take pictures of their kids and they just thump the reporter and then they're getting in trouble. That's, yeah. that, that's the most common thing that happens. Yeah, Bjork. It, Bjork famously punched... intruding on their um, kids and that. Yeah. She was at an airport going somewhere. You're at an airport, you're going somewhere. You know, if you want a press conference, then arrange one with them, yeah? Mm. And just follow them to an airport. Do you know what I mean? It, it, oh, Stalk, it's stalk. brilliant. I mean, it's stalking, if yeah. It if it didn't have a camera, it would be stalking, surely. Yeah, oh, yeah. totally, totally. Um, so, while we're on the subject of uh, beef in bands and all that glorious stuff, mm. um, I think one of the most notorious of all time Recent. is your favourite band Sammy well, yeah, no, yeah one of my favourites Yeah, one of your favourites yeah an uh, important band we to could you. have said oh, yeah Oasis we're talking about but we, we could have said Stone Roses as well because they, oh, they, they all fell out as well they did they did Till yeah. for years you know um, well we can talk about we them no anyway yeah Oasis yeah Liam no they're not really legendary they're not really, yeah. they're not really friends are they no not really but, but I think it's funny some of the stuff that's happened yeah, over the years yeah well now with the modern world Liam and takes it takes over the Twitter and he starts ranting about shit. But Noel doesn't even have a computer, so he doesn't uh, he doesn't really interact with. The no, fans. he. I Liam, think Liam does. Noel Gallagher's Robert. kind of thrown himself into the music, whereas Liam Gallagher yeah, trying become a celebrity more. He's trying to. He, he doesn't have apart from being able to sing quite well, you know. Well, well in a studio, I say quite well. Yeah. He, he's got. It's like um, Axel Rose. He's got a unique voice. Unique voice, style. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, he hasn't got the talent that Noel has for writing no, songs. No, no, no. Noel Gallagher right. definitely has the talent. He is, in my opinion, a better singer. Um, yeah. I don't know. Better I, person, really. You know, I mean, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't like them that much, but I do appreciate um, their music. You know, I do appreciate what they've done. Liam Gallagher, to me. It's, I don't really think that it's, much it's, of. It's all attitude, and what is very one-dimensional. Yeah, it's exactly. Good. It's a bit, sh- yeah, a bit shallow of, of but you know, but he is real though. He does not pretend to be anything else that he's not. No, that is like that. that is true. Yeah. And I'll tell you a good story that I, I just remembered now. Noel Gallagher said this on a show that um, when when the, when they were a bit younger, when they were in, well younger in the twenties and that, Liam went over to Noel's house and, and saw like a, a you know half 
drank a bottle of white wine with a fork on the top. And he goes, what's that? What's, what's that like? Goes, oh, they, you know, it keeps the bubbles fresh and this and that. And now, you know, no goes on about his life. And a couple of weeks later, no goes to Liam's house, opens the fridge. There's a carton of milk with a fork in it. <laughs> 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 I swear to God. Oh my God! Yeah, that shows the intellect of Liam Gallagher, I guess. But oh my God, that is that is wicked. Man. Keeping it, it fresh, really mate. Fresh. You know. Yeah, yeah, keeping it real in the fridge, like you know what I mean. That was that was good. I like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've chosen a or we've chosen a song that's not uh, one of the most critically acclaimed ones. Uh, or well, no, this is um it's from the fourth album. Roll it over is called. And, yeah. and, and it's also a remix version of this it. This is the chill, chill Tune. Chill Tune remix of Roll It Over by Oasis. Yeah, I've never heard of Chill Tune. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah. But I really like this this, yeah. this version, man. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, so this is a song I'd never actually heard before by Oasis. Done yeah. by, remixed by a band I've never heard of. So let's hear it. So let's hear it. <laughs> check it out. This is Roll It Over by Oasis, the Chill Tune remix.
Well, Oasis there. Yep. <clears throat> yes. That I was like nice. That. that was very nice. Great version, man. Yeah, I like the original uh, yeah. as well from the album Standing the Soldier of Giants, which is grammatically incorrect the way he wrote it, the album, if you, if you look at it. Grammatically incorrect, yeah. is it? You it being, on, uh... on the album, it's not Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. It's called, it's called Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. Oh, okay. And it's still, it's, to this day, it's out there, get the CD. <laughs> Badly written. Did Liam come up with that? One? No. All oh, right. Okay. He said he wrote it on the back of a cigarette packet and right out in the morning. He put it. That's the name of the album, lads. Done. Oh, wicked. All right. Shit story. Yeah. No, it's good. It's all good. Radio Mix broadcasting to the world from the south of Spain. Um. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from Oasis, who are the legendary, you know, uh, rollers. Right. Ro- yeah. You know, they. Oof big history there of breakups and craziness cocaine fueled and um, the band ended with um, uh, not having enough of Liam's nonsense apparently and threw a no Liam threw a pear a at pear. him yeah or a, some sort of fruit object yeah and Noel said I'm out I'm done like, like calmly said this is it and he walked out of the gig got in his limo I suppose and yeah. said, and, and the next day um, he put it on his uh his website, his No Gallagher website, and that because you know, because you know, No Gallagher's left the band like what 10 times. They, they were probably like, Yeah, see you later, mate. But uh, now this was it in oh, 2008, right. yeah. yeah. Okay, well, anyway, that was the end, is it? 2008, that was the end of Oasis, yeah. Oh, wow, all right, man. Well, I mean, yeah, because I, I really like uh, that bit where they did the MTV thing, and um, Liam Gallagher just didn't want to sing at all. And so, no, no Gallagher, I mean, that's when I that's when I got a bit more. When I watched that, I got a bit more respect for Noel Gallagher, a bit more about his professionalism yeah, he is. and the complete unprofessionalism very of his brother. You know, because he got on and did that and he sang the song and he wasn't supposed to and it sounded absolutely awesome. Yeah. And Liam Gallagher was up in heckling. The, yeah, up getting drunk and heckling. Yeah, on the roof. Yeah, because he must have thought himself, oh, well. Yeah, he know. must have thought, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not singing. No one's playing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll take over. Yeah, and Noel did it even better than, than him and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it was really cool. So, yeah, moving on from Oasis, another band of, I mean, well, the singer of this band, Billy Corgan, the Smashing Pumpkins, not only the the internal struggles of the band, but Billy Corgan seemed to fall out with everyone. I mean, if you see him now in interviews and stuff, he seems quite chilled out and quite mellow. But he's like Moby's dad, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he's, he's a strange shaped head, isn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Billy Corgan and uh, Darcy, the bass player, yeah. massive fallouts because as soon as she joined the band, she she put, is it. She was going out with uh, the guitarist, you know. Um, and that's never a good idea, is it? You know, to have a relationships with a member of a big band like that as well. Because yeah. that's why people don't hire couples in... in, in that's what's known, couples. I was, I was thinking the other day, I was thinking, how many couples are in a band? Like like couples. Yeah, yeah. Like thingy and thingy. Because inevitably it's going to... I mean, it yeah. happened with Blondie, you know, as well. You know, so it, you know, lots of bands that, you know... But yeah, people don't generally like in the um, the hostel, you know, in the the catering industry, for example, you know, um, frowned upon because it, it's just it's just tension. Yeah, it's tension, and, and they're going to fall out at some. Imagine point. like, oh, you left the keys out, right? Gig, oh. and then you're having a gig, and you're looking look, looking over at your girlfriend. You, going yeah. to get you when I get home. It's your fault. And she's um, like, I love you. Like she doesn't mean it in the song. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> yeah. 
Billy Corgan, legendary amount of um, beef with all kinds of people. My favourite, my favourite is with Kanye West, obviously. I was going to say Cobain, but yeah. well, no, it's, yeah, no, Cobain. That was because he, he Billy Corgan was with um, Courtney Love, yeah, and then uh, was with Kurt Cobain, and then they were on tour together. What did they um, see in her? I don't know. Mate. These two it's, talented people. Yeah, it's a very similar story with um, you know uh, Sid Vicious and Nancy. Sid and Nancy, you know, yeah. um, that completely ruined everything. And, you know, same with Yoko Ono and John Lennon. Oh, let's not yeah. open that door. Yeah, let's, let's not open that door. We were contemplating it, but no. Nah. Um, so Smashing Pumpkins, we're going to play a track now called Disarm, which, uh, you know, is quite apt. You know, they should have... Uh, well, yeah. But uh, she left the group and was kicked out of the group and they tried to get her back in. And there's a big, big history of... Um, Madness between any court cases, Darcy and Smashing Pumpkins. I'm sure court cases. Um, so this is Disarm by the Smashing Pumpkins. Awesome track. Go.
Smashing Pumpkins there with this arm. What a track, man. They make some great songs, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you probably know about them more than I do. I only know the, the main hits. Yeah. But um, Well, it's like Lloyd a couple of weeks ago was I talking about them. made more research on them, like in my past, but... Yeah, I mean, they were going to make an album and they and they kind of had a big bust-ups and he, he sacked everyone and went off and made the album on his own. He did the whole oh, yeah. thing, the composition, yeah. all the songs, Didn't every instrument. And then basically gave them the album and said, learn this because we're going on tour. <laughs> you know, that's the way to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wicked. Yeah, props to him. Uh, let's move on to another band now that are famous for having beef within the band. Um, Pink Floyd. Yeah. What a band. I'm yawning. Sorry. Are you bored? No, no, I'm yawning. All right, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, God, my God, man. Pink Floyd. Well, basically between um, David Gilmore and uh, uh, Roger Waters, you know, um, it was 19... I think it was back in... When they started, back in 1969, there was a guy called Sid Barrett in in, uh, in Floyd, you know. I mean, the song Shine On You, Crazy Diamond was written about him. A very um, important part of um, of it, but he did a lot of acid. I mean, too much acid. And he kind of lost his mind and, you know... He did some know. acid. Too much acid. Yeah, no, he had mental problems. So doing LS- a lot of LSD back in the 60s isn't, like, the best idea. Uh, he made some crazy songs, you know. They're, they're out there now. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, far out, but the the thing is, David Gilmore was brought in um, as a guitarist, as a replacement for Barrett, but Roger Waters kind of thought most of the time that he was Pink Floyd. He was the the, the songwriter. He wrote better songs, you know. Yeah. And he did write good songs. I mean, The Wall, for example, was a kind of like about his life, you know. Um, but, yeah, they had some mad, mad, mad troubles. Um, and even so far as he stopped the band using the name Pink Floyd, so they couldn't go out on tour as Pink Floyd, only he could. You know, um, mm. but but Pink Floyd the band they won a court case and Pink Floyd the band carried Why on. Why would you want to like, like if I get in a couple of in a couple of arguments with a band member about different interests and that we're done. We've got to be on the same page. I don't know how these people like go on tour and this and that with like, with like a court case on their back and but tour it's, together. It's with, kind of good though to have differences of opinions and and what you know what I mean. Definitely. Yeah, but not to that, that level. No, like, not that level. Jesus, no, you know what I mean. mean yeah, but it... it, it Must it, have been awful. It got ugly. I mean, it's, it's okay now. I mean, I think Roger Waters regrets quite a lot of, of what yeah. happened, you know, and trying to take the name away yeah, from Yeah, now he's stuff. got the money. Plus, Pink Floyd <laughs> went on to make a, f- a few good albums that, you know, without him. So, um, yeah. But The Wall is the best one. Though. Yeah, no, The Wall is, a, yeah, a seminal work. Absolutely. Um, the Wall is an awesome album. Um, so we're going to... Uh, what, should we play some Floyd? I mean, my God, what a... What a <laughs> some Floyd... What a choice, though, of all the songs that, he, you know, which one did we choose, Sammy? I can't, uh, the one about the pennies. One about the pennies. One with the pennies dropping at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Money, Money by Pink Floyd is one of my favourite tracks. Uh, definitely. It's in many from, movies. From the dark side of the moon. I mean, I think that is possibly like their best album. The that you know that was oh, the, yeah. the peak of Floyd. Peak the peak of Pink Floyd. Um, brilliant, man. I love money. I love the reggae version as well. No bands even sound like them now, like, no. let alone back then. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think as, um, you know, without Roger Waters, they kind of did start to sound really samey. You know, really like, you're like, oh yeah, that's Floyd. You know, there's nothing really that you know, different about it. Whereas, you know, I don't know. That's I think... Floyd. Yeah, that's just Floyd. I bet when they, when they came out with a band name, Pink of Floyd, they're like, they never thought of, they might call us Floyd. Yeah, probably. Floyd is a bad word for yeah, a yeah. band. I mean, 
They're lucky they're good. I think when they started, we were called The Pink Floyd as well. Oh, no. Yeah, The Pink <laughs> That's Floyd. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot to do with Alan Parsons' project as well. I think there was... Uh, yeah, the Pink Floyd. <clears throat> the Pink Floyd. So we're going to play Money Now by Pink Floyd. What a track. Oh, you lucky listeners. Come 
Absolutely awesome. And uh, I guess that was what they mostly argued about, no? Money. I guess that's what many of them argue about. Royalties, who gets what. and It's a messy business, isn't mm. it? You know what I'm I, saying? Maybe because um, I've never had to make that kind of money, but I don't see, I don't see how greed will ever p- play a part in my life. Like, well, it's a I'm funny not... thing, isn't it? When you think about how many billionaires there are out there and how many people there are suffering, none of them like, seem willing wrong? to part with, with it, do they? I, I, I feel bad. I don't, don't, they, don't they have souls? Oh, well, you know. What's going on? You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think they'd but, just uh, have it in their conscience. Like, oh, you know what? I you mean, know, some You know have, I've got too much. Know. I've got too many zeros here. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. If I drop one, I'm still rich. You can't take it with you. No. I mean, come well, on. Well, yeah, though. they do. They pass it on to the one in life. Like the pharaohs in, you know, they bury it all with them in their... <laughs> if, if I don't have it, no one can. Yeah, no, there's been tales over the years of people like taking bury me their, with their everything Ferrari I've got. and they bury it down with them. You they know, they bury it, all their possessions, but their wife and kids on the separate burial ground. Yeah, oh dear me. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather be buried with the car than the. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh my God. Did you get buried? Did he get buried with his wife? Nope. With his car. Well, no, with his watch. His 65 inch plasma TV. Or something, yeah. Um, or yeah, or possessions. Ad- his his golden advent calendar that he made for his dog. <laughs> a bit of an obscure one. All right. So you know we've been talking now forever. Have we? It seems about beef within bands, you know, and we could go on and on. There are so many How more. This, what we talked about a minute ago. There are so many more. I wanna I wanna finish on um, this guy called uh, Varg. So yeah, Varg Vikernes, um, this guy. Uh, what a story, man! Check it out, guys, because uh, I haven't got time to talk about all of it. But basically, Varg Vikernes was a was um, a bass player in a band called Mayhem, uh, and they're black metal music, which isn't my cup of tea exactly. Mm. But um, I don't think I, I don't think it, it would suit having a tea. No, no, it doesn't go with tea, does it? You know. No. Um, but he, yeah, Varg Vikernes, man, I. He um, famously went to jail for murder because he, well, he murdered the, the singer in the band. This is hardcore beef. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> this went a bit too far. Um, him, and the, him and the singer from this, uh, this band, Mayhem, um, they, one of the pictures of one of their albums was a church mm-hmm. and they plotted to burn the church down and a couple of others. So they, they did that. They burnt some churches down. Um, they were just a criminal organisation that played yeah. music, basically. And Varg was um, had a lot of uh, 
paranoia issues and stuff and thought that the other guy was trying to wanted to kill him and stuff and he heard talk of them they were going to like kidnap him and torture him and stuff some really dark stuff going down in the forest of uh, Norway there um, and so Varg killed him he stabbed him and he got he got 21 years but he, he did 15 years well it was killer be killed wasn't it but as uh, you know he already had his own project called Barzum yeah Barzum and uh, uh, <laughs> very love how you repeat it as if that's yeah, gonna just make my penny drop Barzum yeah um, and he so he he made loads of music uh, they, he made, made about 15 albums uh, before prison popular guy in prison and after prison and, and prolific it, very relentless what a, what a I mean it's not my kind of music but I actually listened to one of the tracks um, and I actually quite liked it I didn't think it was that bad although you know the, he did everything in it though. he played all of the guitars, all the you know, he did absolutely everything. The production, mm. and so the production isn't that great. So if I could play one of those tracks, it's not going to sound great. But then, as I was searching for him, I found another band, and um, very similar, you know, and they um, have a song called Varg, and it's a very similar kind of music as as this guy made um, in Bursum. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play um, a track. Um, Let's hear, let's hear this murder has, 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 has been playing. Let's see, what's he, what's, he, what's he up to? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, I was quite interested in it. Um, and uh, yeah, Dunk, uh, Dunkelheit is the name of the band, another band. And that was actually the name of one of his songs, one of Varg's songs. So they've done a song called Varg. And um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, I've got a track called Jesus Dodd. Which, Mate, you just sing a bunch of words to me now. I know, I, know. I know, but Barzum had a song called Blabber. Jesus Dog. Jesus, there's something. Yeah, it's it's very um it's very out there, this whole story. But now if you go to YouTube and type in Varg Vikernes, he's got a YouTube channel with he's got hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers and thousands of views on each of his videos. And he's a bit nuts, mate. I gotta say, he's he's very uh he's like a national he's a pagan, very into paganism and nationalism. And European values and st- oh, I mean, he's just out there. <sighs> Check out some of his videos. I uh, don't, you know, it's yeah. Not the he's, life of the party. He's a bit he? like Charles Manson, isn't he? In the video, <laughs> not the life of a party. Is he? No, not really. No, no. He's very. Oh, oh, oh guys, put the kids away. What Varg's coming? Yeah, he's oh. very intense, man. Very intense. <laughs> Hide the cutlery. Mm, my word. So, should I play a little bit of that? Just sure. curiosity reasons for the listeners. Uh, this is Burzum with um, Jesus Dodd. Yeah. This is just to prove a point. We don't really like this music, do we? No, but I do quite like Dunkelheit right. with Varg, which I'll play afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Actually, no, I'll do a medley. Let's do both of them. Lucky us. I'm going to do them both of them right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is Burzum.
So yeah, um, Barsum there and Varg, Dunkelheit. I'm talking about things I know nothing I about. I don't know what these words mean. No, I don't. I just thought I'd put it in there because there's some interesting, interesting beef, some crazy, like really extreme, like murdering someone. And you know. I don't think that's beef bands. That's murder. They play music. They, yeah, they have, yeah, you know, yeah. That that takes over the primary thing that's happening in their life. Like, were you in a band? No, I, I committed a murder one, but I'm in a band. No, no, no yeah, you're yeah. a murderer. And you were in a band. But, you know, in, in, in black metal circles, Barzum are really up there. But it's just one guy. That's why I find this guy so interesting. It's just him. He, he plays everything, and does a whole lot, a lot of albums. And it's not terrible. It's not my kind of music. But Charles at least Manson had a band it, as well. It's he? executed without, you know, pardon the pun, it's executed <laughs> quite well, uh, I've got to say. And it's, this, commi- it's committed to the craft. Yeah, and this Dunkel height, they're very well produced. They are, you know... Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty dark, you know. Anyway, moving on from band beef within the band, let's talk about record label beef. That is something, uh, it's a bit more interesting, to be honest with you. Um, That's purely money beef, isn't it? Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, it, it depends on if you read the, the if you, deal you're if you signing sign a contract, or not, yeah. you know. Um, what about, uh, what about Stone Roses? Yeah. They're a very interesting uh, band. Yeah, they had that, well... In my opinion, one of the best debut albums of all time. So Roses, So Roses. Yeah. And they were tipped to be, you know, the next big thing ever. But mm-hmm. they, I don't know what happened with the contract um, in um, when I saw this documentary about them. That, um, they signed a contract with uh, the, the the manager guy and they weren't allowed to um, record any other sort of music under any other label until they recorded two or three albums with this label but they all fell out massively with the with the with the manager yeah so they wanted to record their own stuff and if they did they would go to prison I think one of them did I, I think went to prison I think Jesus. Ian Brown I think Ian Brown went to prison or because of I don't know something like that and then they recorded Second Coming in 1996 like seven years after the first album when yeah. you know the buzz is gone yeah you know they're all a bit older yeah. And they've all had kids and Well, stuff, thank God, you know? though, Ian Brown went did some solo stuff in that yeah. time, which was really, really good. Yeah. Right, so should we play some <laughs> should we play some Stone Roses? You know? Yeah. Let's play one of their best songs they've ever made, yeah? Fool's Gold. But yeah. let's play the Groove Rider remix, yeah? Never heard it, but yeah, well, let's. Let's hear it now, then. This is Fool's Gold, the Groove Rider remix. <laughs> Fifteen days. 
What time is it, Sammy? Is it Twat of the Week? It must be. I reckon it must be Twat of the Week by now. Um, twat of the too Week? Too many. Again, the thing is, is what, what's happening is we, we're saying we're doing a Twat of the Week. And then the next week, it's like they've that Twat has been a, even more of a Twat and uh, deserve to go back to. But we can't do that. We have to move on. There's too many Twats out there. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I um, mean, so who's, who's, who's current? Um... <laughs> Who's current? Um, I was going to say, with the whole documentary of the Michael Jackson thing, yeah. you could just call him a twat of the week, even though he, he may or may not be a kiddie fiddler. I still think still that a twat. he's still a twat, I think. He's I still, always thought he was a twat. You know, music aside, problems aside, you know, it's not the life... I don't want to be hanging out with him. No, no. You know, he's a bit of a twat. A lot of people go, oh, because he was... Oh, I was just at the boozer with who? MJ. Oh, yeah. that's, not, that's not a great night out, is it? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I've never been a big fan. Obviously, everybody knows his music. It's, it's, I, I, do, I just hate it when you see those videos of like him jumping on stage and kids are screaming for hours, you know, just like 20 minutes, non-stop screaming. Well, he's, he's, he's very likeable in the, in the child community, wasn't he? Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And his life, specifically in the 90s, if you watched MTV or anything, he just was one big Pepsi advert. <laughs> wasn't he everything was Pepsi yeah. Pepsi Pepsi well, like, well, well, come on mate when you're that level of fame of the I know but did he it, need the money really yeah but his his contracts and management that, that's all been going his whole life around him without him having any control I reckon yeah maybe towards the end yeah when he's got, got a bit older but growing oh, up oh dear because he basically owned like you know yeah, the record what, company. But he owns the Beatles as well. Sony. Oh yeah, he bought loads. Of, <laughs> he's had a lot of twattish behaviour over the years. Yeah, he's got right. a zoo. Oh who, man, who, who has a zoo? Yeah. Who but needs a know, zoo? No, no. Who has? Who needs a zoo? Yeah. Well, why would you want a zoo? Well, yeah. I want them animals. Yeah. Here. Did you ever see the Martin Bashir? 
um, uh, documentary about him. It was supposed to be Louis Theroux. He He's good. Uh, yeah, Louis Theroux's the king of documentaries. Um, Uri Geller, you know Uri Geller, Yeah, the right? magician. It, it, yeah, he was friends, he was ousted years ago as being completely fake, but Michael Jackson still fell for it. So he was friends with him, and, and then he used to get Uri Geller to make things happen for him, you know, like interviews and stuff like that. So he left it to Yuri Geller to arrange a documentary protesting his innocence of, of any wrongdoing and stuff, yeah. right? And um, Yuri Geller promised the gig to Louis Theroux. But when Louis Theroux turned up, he told him, no, we've given it to someone else, you know. But Louis Theroux carried in, did make the documentary. Yeah. It's a really, really good documentary, yeah. you know. It shows he's outside filming when he's got his, Michael Jackson's got his baby Over the hanging balcony. out the window and stuff, yeah. And, you know, I thought it was really good. And, and, um, it, so. What a crazy he, moment he, that was, yeah, man. Was Jesus. Now, looking yeah. back now. But if you watch, if you watch, that's <sighs> the funny thing. You watch the Martin Bashir documentary and then you watch the Louis Theroux one, mm. and literally one's inside the building, one's outside. Same Do you thing. know what I mean? It's the same moment, which I thought is, is magical, you know. Um, but Martin Bashir absolutely tore Michael Jackson apart. And, and they had egg on their faces because Louis Theroux wouldn't have done that. He would have found the, you know, he, yeah. he, he, he would have done it. Yeah, the guy made it something that wasn't. Martin Bashir was just completely over the top. It was ridiculous, mm. you know. But I saw some of it, and when, when was, um, some questions mm. were making up, uh, yeah. Michael feels so uncomfortable, like asking questions of a, uh, like, have you been the baby with a, in, in a bed? Like, no, stop it. Yeah, so, I know. It's ignorant, and it's all set up as well, isn't it? It has to be on his terms, on Michael Jackson's terms. It's all about oh, him. It's dude, all I, about, I'm getting you know, cringy talking about him. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, Louis threw. Uh, uh, you know, he he really told. Um, the, the thing is, one of the, the bits I saw on there was when Michael Jackson wanted to go shopping. He was like, oh, "I want to go shopping," so he goes down to wherever, right? <laughs> like and a they, little and girl. They, they I want to go shopping. Down, like Harrods or whatever. They shut the whole place down. This is somewhere that makes millions a day. You know, mm. they shut the whole place down just so Michael Jackson could be there. And he's walking through with his two kids, and he looks at like blanket a, and a, apple, a, a, or an something. Egyptian sarcophagus. Right? There's an Egyptian thing, and he's going, "I want that," and it's like, oh. It's Hundred grand or something. Well, whatever. And it's uh, the person, his PA was there, and he's going, hey, "Michael, you've already got one." So yeah, I want another one. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I saw that. I just thought you twat. I don't care no. about anything else about all this stuff with the the, the he kids. Is a and kid stuff. At heart, you are just, you know, yeah. I d he's got it, problems. He's got no normal. It's yeah. not normal. But it's debatable now because it's the, the, the big witch hunt that was going on. It was completely over the top, and now this new documentary's come out. But it's questionable because the people in it are skint. They're going to make a lot of money out of this. Now there's things uh, I've read that it was actually funded by Oprah Winfrey and Harvey Weinstein to take the heat off of them. Or so, I, I don't <laughs> it's know. A lot, it's a, all lot. kinds of conspiracies. It's a whole um, big Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's a big going can on. of worms. A big can of worms. You know, it's very strange how he died. It's all very strange. Chemical castrations and you know. Yeah, just weirdness, you know. Um, it was a proper case, wasn't he? Mm. Uh, a product. A product, A complete yeah. product, you know. It's quite sad. It's yeah, quite... a horribly sad story for him. And, yeah. You know, and, for, and his legacy as well. Yeah. It's all tainted, isn't it? It's all in... It's all in... It's all in doubt now, it's isn't it? It's all in doubt, People yeah. saying Forever and ever. not going to play there. But it goes back to what I was saying the other week, you know, about um, when, you know, he was... Uh, when Lloyd was here... I was talking about there was a TV programme called Kilroy when it all, all started and they, they went on there and all these people there were banners. We love Michael, we love Michael. And he was asking them, why do you think he's innocent? And they're like, because his, love, his music's great, what a dancer, you know, and all the rest of it. And that's really sad that that, that over 
shadows everything else. It just if it's true, or, or it shows how great of a dancer he was. Well, I guess, yeah. I was never that. I mean, I didn't like the whole crutch grabbing thing and all no, that. no, did not tickle your fancy. Not really. In the moonwalk, if he'd have come up with it, maybe, but he didn't. No, he, he, he copied didn't. it off someone. Made yeah, yeah, he did make. Yeah, he made it popular. Yeah, there's good squeals though. I liked the thriller thing, you know. The, the, the video was George good. Romero directed, the and video he, was you great. know, yeah. I mean, best video yeah, ever. All that is really, it's really um, quite amazing. But um, but he's not good in the head, is he? No, something. You know, we can, we obviously can't go that into depth because I don't really know that no, much about. what... You know nothing. You know, Everyone knew who he was, and you know, it, it just seems so many people are falling quite badly, and then be, you know. Superstars. I just think he was just a child in his head. It was just, it was just the wrong. Th- yeah. He's just, he's just got problems. I don't think he was a bad person, really. But no, know. I think he was a very, anyway. very caring person. Yeah, Too much, weird. maybe. But the whole thing with this, yeah, it's all very. I haven't watched a documentary leaving Neverland, and I don't think I will. No, four, I don't want to watch it. Either. Four hours long, and I don't. Oh really, my god! I'm not. Yeah, you're, you're not going to come out of that happy. No, right? and. You know, but I know people that have watched it, and they they think they're like, yeah, absolutely, he's guilty. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah never going to know. And, and you can also bend a camera whichever way you want. And yeah, so yeah, because you got you got like whole families. How much money's at stake? How much money's at stake here yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot. I would have thought. So, <clears throat> so you're never going to get the the complete truth. No, I think. no, no. But the message is... But he's still a twat, so... Yeah, this, so, yeah Michael Jackson was our twat of the week. Um, sorry about that. If, uh, sorry about uh, that, yeah. yeah. With the riff monkeys, we can say whatever that f- we want. Yeah, we you know? think he... Except for swearing on the radio. If not, yeah. we get cut off. Yeah, we've curved that now. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, twat of the week. Riff yeah. monkeys. We are the riff monkeys. Yeah. Um, that was episode seven. Um, join us next week when we'll be talking about... Covers, great covers, great co- of artists yeah. doing other artists, not artists random people doing covers. Doing artists, yeah, not random people. That would be awful. There's too many, and they're really bad. Yeah. I might put one of mine on though, my cover of <laughs> "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys. All right. I might have to, just okay. you know, yeah. So join us next week. Bye bye, <clears throat> and um, we're going to leave you now with. Stop.
Riff Monkeys.